Coming to you live from the studio of WVFV, Voice for Victory Radio, your host, Pastor Jeremy Coburnett, joins you today for a special broadcast of The Winning Side. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, November 1st. I hope you're having a great day on a uh, beautiful sunny day uh, here in Roanoke Rapids. It's a chilly day, but it is uh, sunny and uh, it's breezy. It feels like fall, almost a little bit like winter, uh, but it's November, and uh, I hope you're doing well. We're glad to be with you on the radio. Thanks for joining us today uh, on 95.9 FM and then on the radio app, uh, which is our online station. Thank you for tuning in, and then those that are listening by way of podcast, we welcome you, and those on Facebook and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in on this Wednesday. We had a great time over at the school chapels this morning at Victory Christian Academy. We're looking forward to a great service tonight uh, here at 7 o'clock. We'll have our master clubs. We'll have our teens on target. And then we have uh, one of our missionary families, the Taylor family, missionaries to Mexico. Uh, They'll be with us tonight. And Brother uh, Taylor will give an update on their ministry. He'll be preaching tonight. And we're looking forward to a great service tonight here at Victory Baptist Church, 7 o'clock. Don't miss it. And then this Sunday is our friend day with Brother Willette. Uh, Brother R.B. Willette pastored the First Baptist Church of Bridgeport, Michigan for years and years and years. He traveled even during that time. And uh, just a few years ago, uh, he retired from pastoring. And now he is full-time in evangelism. So we're looking forward to having him with us on Sunday. And uh, this Sunday is time change, which this is the good time change. It's good as far as uh, sleep schedule. It's not good for uh, daylight. It's going to get dark early, but you get the extra hour of sleep. And uh, we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday. Hope you plan to be with us. A happy birthday today to Lynn Barnes. A happy birthday to Dawson Dixon. And a happy birthday to Rusty Wells. I hope you folks have a great day today. And we thank the Lord for you. Let's pray today for our church and our school. Let's pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for all of our ministries. Pray for our members. Uh, We've got several today in surgery. Uh, We've got uh, at least one tomorrow in surgery. And uh, let's pray that God would touch these folks and uh, do a great work in their uh, surgery and then in their recovery and in their healing. We're going to go to a song. I think you'll enjoy this song, especially as we're in uh, November, getting close to Thanksgiving. Uh, This song uh, talks about all that God has done for us. And God has been so good. Let's go to this song. And then after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Hebrews 11.
Amen. I love that song. Um, I remember the first time I heard it was years ago, and it was around this time of year, Thanksgiving time. And uh, I'll tell you what's interesting is I remember I heard the song, and I had a couple days where I was driving to uh, Lawrenceville, Virginia, several days. Uh, Brother uh, Mickey Whitby and his wife Myrtle, they were both there at the same um uh, the same nursing home is what it was, and they were both there. It's just it was so it was so sweet, but it was so heartbreaking, you know, for this uh, dear couple. They were both there, and I was driving there. And I remember hearing that song, and I remember listening to that song for all he's done, and repeating that song, and uh, it just it really it helped me just to kind of put me in the mood for uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, we shouldn't have to be in the mood for Thanksgiving, but you know what I mean. It helps to prepare my heart and helps to remind me just for all that God has done. And He has been so good uh, to me. I know He's been good to you. And if you're honest, you'd have to say that's true. Uh, God's better to us than we deserve for sure. And I thank God for that great song. We're in the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11, we're talking about these heroes of the faith, and the last one that's listed is Samuel. And it doesn't give a, a description or a verse about him, it just mentions his name. And so we're talking a little bit about Samuel, and uh, what was it that, that caused Samuel to be a hero of the faith? And I said yesterday, number one is, I think you've got to look at his location. I love this. He is in the temple. That's where he is living uh, 24-7. And you say, oh, it's just so hard to get to church for, you know, Sunday morning or Sunday night or Wednesday night. Well, listen, uh, Samuel, Samuel didn't have Sunday morning, Sunday night and Wednesday night. And I know his Old Testament and the temple and all that. But Samuel was there 24-7. And I think we ought to be faithful to the house of God. I think we ought to, uh, to, to be in church every time that uh, there's a service, every time there's a revival or a missions conference or a Bible study or prayer meeting. Uh, we don't need less of church, but we need more of church. I know I do, and uh, I, I think all of us do. I think that's why God gave us the church. Uh, it's God's plan. And then, of course, Hebrews 10, 25, we quote it so often because it's so important and we need the reminder. Uh, but we're not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together uh, as the manner of some is. Some will. And so don't be surprised. When some people stop going to church, some people, uh, I don't have time, I'm too busy, I'll just stay home, whatever. And, and, and everybody's got excuses, I understand that. But there will be some that will forsake, uh, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. Not, not forsaking, but exhorting, encouraging one another. And so much the more as ye see the day approaching. What are we talking about? Uh, that's the day that Jesus is coming back. That's that rapture. Uh, that's when everything is set in motion for all of the tribulation period. Uh, the Battle of Armageddon, uh, the uh, Millennial Reign of Christ, all of those things will be set in motion when Jesus comes back. And uh, He's coming. I hope you're ready for it. But we saw Samuel's location. He was in the temple. But then we saw number two. We saw Samuel's labor. Uh, he was in the temple, but he wasn't just sitting around watching everybody do stuff. Samuel was ministering. He was serving the Lord in the temple. And you know, if you're, if, you're, if you're coming to church, and I think you ought to go to church, no doubt about it, uh, but I think rather than just coming to be a spectator, I think we should come to be a participant. I think we ought to do something. Uh, come to church and, and sing. Come to church and, and pray. Come to church and give. Come to church and, and look for somebody that you can encourage. Uh, go out of your way to meet somebody, to talk to somebody. If, if you don't see somebody that you normally see, uh, give them a call, uh, write them a note, send them a text message, let them know you're praying. 
and uh, try to encourage one another. But let's serve the Lord. Let's labor uh, in the work of God. But then number three, I see in this passage, it's in 1 Samuel 3. If you want to look in your Bible, uh, this story of Samuel in the temple as a young man. It says in verse 3, And air uh, or before the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep, that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. I see number three. I see the lamp. Now, this is interesting because the Bible says it, it's, it's at night, of course, that they were sleeping. Eli was asleep. Uh, Samuel was asleep. And, and, and it's specified that they're not just close to the temple, but they say it says it's where the ark of God was. Well, the ark of God was in the, the temple. It was in the Holy of Holies. And so they're close to that. They're close in proximity. Uh, I think that's probably where the voice of God was coming from. It was coming from uh, the, the tabernacle, uh, the, uh, the ark, uh, where the presence and the Shekinah glory of God rested. But it says, before the lamp of God went out. Now, there's a couple different, um, couple different thoughts on this. One is in the temple, they would have a lamp that would burn all night long. Um, and then during the day, they wouldn't need that lamp because of the daylight and because of the light that would come in. But that, that lamp would be burning during the night. But I think there's also uh, another uh, idea here, another uh, thought we can see, and that is that this was definitely, it was during the night. Uh, this was at a time when things were quiet. This was at a time that things were not going on. This was at a time that Nobody else was, was speaking or having conversation. Nobody was serving. Everybody was resting. Everybody was sleeping. And I think, the, I think the, the lesson here for us to learn is that God spoke to Samuel and it was in the night. Uh, God spoke to Samuel when it was quiet. God spoke to Samuel when all the other distractions and all the other things were set aside. And God spoke to Samuel and he spoke at night. Did you know that we don't speak a lot at night? At least I hope you don't call people in the middle of the night for no reason. Um, I hope you're not uh, going banging on people's doors in the middle of the night. Hey, I needed to ask you about something. Well, probably can wait until the morning. But did you know that God uh, does speak at night? And God can speak at night. And maybe you're not going through the night hours um, on the clock, but maybe you're going through some dark days. Maybe you're going through some difficult times in your life. Maybe it's it's with your health, or maybe it's with your emotions. Uh, maybe it's spiritually. Maybe you're going through a time and, and you're backslidden and you just you need to get right with God. I want to tell you, God can still speak in the dark. God can still speak in the night. Uh, remember the story of Paul and Silas. They were locked up in prison for preaching. And the Bible says they were singing and they were praising God. And at midnight... At midnight, God sent an earthquake and opened the doors of that prison. You talk about a depressing place to be at night. It was dark. It was damp. It was cold. Uh, it, they, they were locked up. They were away from their loved ones. They were away from their comforts. They were away from doing what they wanted to do, preaching the gospel out in the city. But yet at midnight, God showed up and God spoke. I also, when I see this lamp, it says, ere the lamp of God went out. I'm reminded of that passage in Psalm 119 where the Bible says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And I'm here to tell you today that the lamp of God's word 
will never go out. The lamp of God's Word will always be shining. This book is eternal. It is not expired. It's not out of date. Uh, it is not uh, irrelevant. It is powerful, and it is shining bright today. As a matter of fact, I think that the worse it gets in the world, I think the brighter the light of the Word of God can shine, not just to you and me, but it can shine to those who are lost. You see, the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ should shine unto them. Boy, Satan's trying to put out the light. Satan is trying to, to keep people from seeing the light. But I'm glad to tell you, we have the word of God that is a lamp and it is a light and nothing is ever going to be able to put that out. And so today, maybe you're going through a difficult time. Maybe it's a night season. I want to encourage you to, to, to remind you that God still speaks at night and God can still speak in your valley and God can still speak in your difficulty. But also I want to say this. When we're talking about the lamp of the Word of God, it'll never go out. It is forever, forever the same. It is forever true. It is forever settled. And it is powerful. And the lamp of the Word of God can help you uh, as you go through life. It will direct your path. It will show you the way. So let's get the lamp and let's use it today. I hope that helps you. Uh, Moses, uh, uh, Moses, well, Moses was a man of faith too. But here in uh, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 3, we see that Samuel was a man of great faith. God used him in a great way, even as a young person. And uh, let's keep our eyes on the Lord and let's keep using the lamp of God's Word every day. Thanks for joining us. Hope you have a great day. We'll look forward to seeing you this evening yes, at 7 o'clock. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.